Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Facilities may be for rehabilitating the criminal, 
certainly he can never be made into a useful citizen by dumping him back on society before he has paid his debt. The knowledge in the underworld that paroles are a saint breeds crime. Why should a man go straight when he knows that even if he is sentenced to prison for life, he can beat the rap within six or seven years by shrewd agitation for parole? If we are to bring criminal activity to a satisfactory deadlock, we do not need a more humane attitude. We need a more stringent parole system. If there is any doubt in your mind as to the truth of what I say, listen on and hear what one parole violator did within three months of his release. His is not a unique case. In my opinion, it is the rule. Get the rod into you. You will? Sure. 
you get a couple of yards, you can be turned on, and as soon as I get on the outside, I suggest somewhere to ship the guns into you. We join up as soon as you make the break, and by that time, I'll have some joint case. Why, pal, we'll make that Dillinger mob look like sissies. That'll be okay with me. All right. Now stop making the fires and wrenches and stay out of solitary. And you'll be at the business end of a 45 within 90 days. Stephen? Mm-hmm. Uh, the board field has granted you this parole, that you have learned your lesson, that you realize the error of your ways, and that you'll uh, not repeat your offenses again. Oh, no, sir. I won't. I'm sure of it. Yes, sir. Yes. Now, uh, you will be released this afternoon in time to catch the 5 o'clock ferry. You will be expected to report to the parole office in San Francisco at 9 o'clock in the morning and inform them at that time where you'll be living and uh, so on and so on. Now, you understand, of course, that you'll be required to make regular reports to the parole board and you must by no means overlook this highly important obligation. We're doing you a great service and we do not want to feel that our work in your behalf is finished. October 15, 1934. Two months before the completion of his minimum legal term, Clyde Stevens walks out of prison a free man. Sentenced to serve from five years to life, he had actually spent but three years and five months in San Francisco. On his first night of freedom, Stevens heads straight for his old hangout, a noisy restaurant on Columbus Avenue. Yes, you are, and it costs money. 
They cost money to support the army of police and patrol officers to catch these men when they get out. Oh, silly, honey. The whole system's corrupt. And growth is. Well, we have a month to subsidize criminal population. It's a pet and a gang of outlaws. And the taxpayers' money. And when it costs them to enforce the law. And when it costs them human life and the loss of property. All right, all right. Don't get on the stumble, boy. What time's your bank robber do? He's a half hour late. Hmm. There's been 24 hours out of prison and he's broken his parole already. Let's make a leopard change his spot. Better call the police and tell him to go look for him. Okay. And across the bay in Benny's track on Sherman Island in the Sacramento River Delta, Stephen is being entertained by Benny's wife. <laughs> You shouldn't say things like that to me, honey. My husband wouldn't like it. Well, you don't hear the man for what, eh? Yeah, I like to say things like that, don't you? Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't tell me you ever lined up with that Danny guy. Yeah, he's all right, baby. Not like you, I'll admit, but she's got a good heart. Well, a dame like you needs more than a good heart. Hey, why don't you give him the, uh... What for? For me. Do you mean it? Sure, I mean it. Listen, babe, I'm going places, see? I'm going to knock over a pile of dough in the next couple of months. I'll show you more nice things than that cheap, sick pocket husband of yours ever could if he reached the kick of the Prince of Wales. Can't have to keep the words for that game like you, Millie. A Rolls Royce, dirty parlor, every day I saw apartment. Really, I call it stuff. How about it, kid? Sounds good to me. How's about another big kiss, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Let it go. When you're ready. Whenever you say. Well, just as soon as I knock over a half a dozen banks, Maybe I'll set the door. Three weeks later, November 10th, in a branch bank on Fillmore Street, San Francisco. Good morning, Mr. Chandler. Hello there, Mr. Lenny. How's the banking business? Fine. How's the business all of why don't you come over sometime in your tools for going? Well, now, I don't mind. I've got a little mad butter to discuss with you. And I ain't got time to listen to you making dates. Why, you unmoving. You're making dates. Well, I can't wait. Let's take them out. Listen, my listen. I need a call. We've got this place signed up tighter than this ain't carpet. Now, won't you get through and shove all the dough you've got through that window? Come on, turn over. I have no idea what a long sound I throw this trigger. I got everything to gain enough. All right, Al. Stop this up into the bag. Okay. All right, I got it all. Okay, let's scram. Outside of Grant's bank on Beachmont Avenue in Oakland. We stay by the door this time, Al. We've been out of luck on that last job. If those mugs are being smart, they could have drilled us both. Okay. Just keep the joints covered with those two guts of yours. Right. Let's go. 
Hey, you are, but you'll never get through that door alive. That's what you think. Thanks a lot for the trip, pal. So long. Oh, oh, they're on fire. Oh, there's nothing. Someone else is moving in there. Okay. There's another one up on the second floor window. Well, what are you waiting for? Let him have it. Let him? I don't know.
out where the Sacramento River is flooded in deep fog. Pushing across the flue towards Sherman Island is a party of San Francisco police and Contra Costa County deputy sheriffs, headed by Captain Goulet and Sheriff Miller of Contra Costa County in a large scow. Both by on a speedboat on Inspector Lynn, Ward, and Johnson. That must be the house. Sounds like you can keep him through the fog. Yeah, it's going to be the only right on the island. Yeah. 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 and Johnson go downstream. We'll close him from upstream. Yes, sir. I can read close to the shore. In three minutes, I'll flash my light for a signal. No, oh, well, that's no good. That's fog too thick. Uh, I'll whistle low, three times. Then we'll close in. Yes. Good luck. Yeah. 
At the time Johnson, Covington, and Lynn had taken their prisoners down to the shore, Captain DeLay's boat is free, and the officers return across the black, hard, crowded water to each bay with their captives. They leave the boat in Antioch, and as they are walking through the deserted streets of the little town to their waiting for each car. I don't think confess, Stevens. Bank Gregory and Ben Rennie are two men after you. I don't know anything about him. Anything in front of this place. You're going to stop me off. Oh, stop right there. Oh, there. Stevens, you're making a break for it. Oh, stop right there. Stevens, you know that patrolman. That was the patrolman. Come on. Okay. I'm going to fix that guy. That's a big idea, Stevens. You just ain't never going to take me alive. Go on. Pump me off. I don't think you'll be necessary, but if you don't come quietly, why? I guess we'll have to take you in conscious. Go on, boys. San Francisco police questioned Clyde Stevens and finally he confessed to the bank robberies and to his part in the San Quentin prison break. On January 23, 1935, less than four months after his parole from San Quentin, Clyde Stevens was sentenced to Fulton Penitentiary along with his partner, Albert Kessel. There to spend the rest of his natural life unless another sympathetic parole board frees him in 1970 when he will again be eligible for parole. Police have to meet emergencies many times every day, but so do you. Every time you drive your car, you need driving emergencies when you need extra power and speed to snatch you out of the way of traffic danger. It costs you no more to use the same gasoline that police cars and emergency engines use. Rio Grande cracks gasoline. It has been selected to power more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment than any other brand. This is proof that Rio Grande cracks is not only the speediest and most powerful gasoline, but also the most economical. You get more for your money than Rio Grande cracked gasoline. San Francisco police calling all cars, attention all cars. Translation broadcast 107 regarding Clyde Stevens, a parole violator. This man is now in custody. That's all. Good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company.